Andrew Potter. How's it going, my man? Good. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm looking forward to BKFC 43. How about you? Oh my gosh, I am more than excited. I tell you what, my first time out with with the BKFC was was an all around awesome experience. The the atmosphere and seeing the hard work and dedication that a lot of these other fighters have put into training their bodies and their minds to getting wrapped around from coming out of either just a regular boxing aspect or coming from a mixed martial arts background into taking off gloves and having your wraps being, you know, an inch below your knuckles and seeing that mindset transition is, is a really, really cool thing to experience in person. Um, Unfortunately, my first time out, you know, I, I didn't really, um, I didn't get my fight with him. Uh, my opponent had backed out the day of after, you know, he was, I think, eight pounds over. So overall, he had like 17 pounds on me. Mm. Um, and he was a big guy, too. I mean, I'm 5'8", five, 5'8 eight, five, eight and a half, depending on the shoe that I wear. And he was like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. So, I mean, he had the height advantage and even had a weight advantage. I told him, you know, I, I don't care. I'll fight the guy anyway. Um I don't care about the weight. I don't care about the height. You know, I'm ready to throw down and scrap with, with anybody you put in front of me. And unfortunately, um, that didn't come to terms the night of, and they promised me a fight and Friday night, I I get a, get some blood going on somebody. So yeah, pretty excited. It's Ryan Braun for sure. Right. Oh man. So I didn't know that. So you had a fight scheduled and then they backed out. Were you already down there? And you, you know, I guess obviously at weigh in cause that's where they find. Yeah. Out yep. Yep. I was actually uh, in the locker room with my hands wrapped ready to rock and roll when they came back and scratched the fight. Oh my God. Brutal. <laughs> yeah, I was so mad. Cause you know, I took time off work, time away from my family. Sure. Um, I mean, and, I'm sure you the- had a big camp leading up to that. Yeah, like I, I worked my butt off and I worked even harder on this one um, than I did for the last one. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this on Friday night, you know, and the BKFC was really cool. You know, they want to be there tonight, um, but with work and, you know, being an on-call service plumber, um, I could only get covered for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. So I couldn't get out there tonight. The BKFC was really cool about it. You know, they understood and they worked around that to get me out there tomorrow morning to start things off. So, oh, nice, nice. So you're saying, you know, you have more of a MMA background, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, I started out uh, my MMA career um, when I was technically 17 years old. I started training at the Knoxville Boxing Club, uh, Knoxville, Iowa. Um, I was just trying to get in a little bit better shape. Um, I was looking at going into the army and whatnot. And uh, I had a really good friend of mine who is still to this day, one of my good friends. I've known him since I was six years old. He got a hold of me. He goes, Hey bro, what are you doing today? I said, I just got out of boxing. He goes, you want to come over to Talmud's martial arts and, you know, do some sparring and grappling with me. I said, yeah, absolutely. And that's how I got my start. You know, I did two submission fights, um, right before I left for basic. And, uh, I came back in, in, uh, January of 2011, I had my first ever, uh, mixed martial arts fight in uh waterloo at the five cells and brothers convention center um didn't go my way but you know i'm i'm 13 years in this game and i don't see myself slowing down anytime soon that's that's incredible so you started boxing then got into mma and coming full circle now you're back into boxing without gloves which is is pretty intense 
Right. So, and the thing is, is, you know, starting 2018, I had three shoulder surgeries from 2018 to 2020. Um, and I was told by multiple different doctors that I probably shouldn't compete in MMA anymore because it takes too much risk on, um, on my shoulders. Um, and they don't want to risk me messing up my shoulders anymore. So I kind of turned back towards the boxing or kickboxing side of things and, um, started pursuing that just a little bit more again. And it's really been kind of a good experience, um, coming back into the boxing world and, resharpening the tools that I've already had, mm-hmm. but now I'm just taking out the the kicks obviously and taking mm-hmm. the ground game out of it. Yeah. It's, and it's interesting to watch as you, as you watch some of these fights and, and depending on how much you've watched in the BKFC, but uh, you can tell the MMA guys uh, sometimes uh, resort back to their, 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 I mean, I'm sure they've had a lot of training in MMA because that's where most of their their fights were. But they, you see them kind of resort back to a takedown uh, uh, mindset, you know, for just a, a split second. You know, it kind of right. I'm sure it's ingrained in you. Right. In just a little bit, you know, I've always been more of the the stand and bang kind of guy. I've always been the one that wants to stand on the feet um, and utilize my 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 strikes and utilize my kicks and, you know, dominate the, the fight on the feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where a lot of my wins came from. It, even as an amateur, um, you know, as an amateur, I went 18 and 19, uh, two of my wins were by submission. So everything else was knockout or TKO. And I, you know, count on one and a half hands, how many times I used a head kick or a uh-huh. hook to put somebody on the ground and now I just get to use my hands again. Oh, come on, man. This is going to be right. probably the coolest thing that I've ever done in my life. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about anyone taking you down either, right? You <laughs> right. Because I've never been a good ground guy. And that's weird coming from a wrestling background in high school, too. Uh-huh. But, you know, now I don't have to worry about the takedown. So I don't have to look for that. Nice, nice. So, I mean, this is your your BKFC debut, debut your, your bare knuckle debut. You yes. feel like it's uh, a new beginning, a fresh start, or just kind of a continuation, a natural continuation of your fighting career? <sighs> Maybe a little bit of a new start slash a continuation. Mm-hmm. Um, because I haven't slowed down really on fighting, my, minus the time it took to recover from shoulder surgeries. Um, so I've still tried to train, tried to be active, whether it was just in my basement hitting my heavy bag or um, in an actual gym. Um, I've always tried to be active and, you know, either go to fights or participate in fights all the way around. Now, I we talked a little bit earlier about uh, kind of off-air uh, family and all that stuff. That's got to be tough to, to uh, pro, you know, get get your get everything done, you know, and navigate and, and devote as much time as you need to, to be a professional and also a job and, and a family. I mean, t- right. So, you know, aside from when I'm running the on-call at work and being an on-call service tech, um, you know, a lot of it has been work, gym, and then home. And so, you know, three days a week, I'm running boxing and kickboxing classes to work on everything stand up. Mm-hmm. The other three days a week, I'm working with um, a gal that has a weight gym next to the shop that I'm out of. Um, and she's got me set up on an app and everything for strength and conditioning. And, you know, I'll go in there and do one-on-ones with her from time to time. And so it's, you know, three days a week striking and three days a week lifting. And it's, 
it's been hard. I want to say probably the last nine, 10 weeks of just trying to find that good balance. Um, the days where I'm not sparring and everything else, uh, makes it a little bit easier. I get home earlier, can spend time with the kids mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe watch a TV show or a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, or like I like to do in my free time, I'll sit down and play Xbox for a little bit and they'll do their thing. And yeah. Yeah. It just kind of, one of those things trying to balance. I mean, it hasn't been the easiest by any means. And I know it's been stressful and taxing on my wife and my kids. And I think out of everyone, they're probably the most supportive that I've got. Yeah. And, and talking to fighters, it seems like having that support is, is like one of the biggest things having, do you, do you have uh, who's in your corner? Uh, so my, my good friend that I've known since I was six that I was talking about, um, he'll be in my corner. He's a fighter as well. Okay. Um, more along the lines on the retired side now, but yeah. um, he is a fighter as well. His name's Charles Roebuck. Okay. Um, and then the uh, the hefty lefty, as we like to call him, Jeff Franken. <laughs> um, he's done a couple like kickboxing fights himself, and he's totally enthralled with with combat sports, whether it be boxing, kickboxing, mixed martial arts. He is just he's the kind of guy that when it's time to go, he is amped up. I think sometimes more than the fighters are. <laughs> well, you got to have that guy, right? Oh yeah, he's definitely that guy. That's awesome. So, what do, what, what what can we expect from Andrew Potter? Oh man, I tell you, I've studied and studied and studied about every film that I can get. And another good friend of mine who actually just fought for Game Bread uh, down in Florida a couple of weeks ago, Algo Huskich, um, he uh, was doing some research himself, and you know, giving me some pointers of you know you got to let him wear himself out because he's going to gas out after this long off of everything that I've ever seen. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, use my strikes that I've been working hard on and just pick them apart. And I think what you can see out of me is I'm going to pick it and I'm going to be smart about it. But my plan is to have a highlight reel knockout come Friday night. Mm. Dude, I can't, I can't wait. (laughs) Um, So how do how do you mentally prepare for a fight? How do you get um, in the right headspace? I mean, I'm sure before an MMA fight, it's pretty intense, but I mean, you're going out there without any gloves on. It's it's just got to feel different. It does feel a lot different because your wraps are different. There's no gloves on your hands. Um, so the last time what I was doing was I was just sitting in the locker room, chilling against my fight bag. Um, I had my earbuds in and I was just kind of relaxing. I was trying to visualize you know, taking the win, I was trying to visualize my movements based off what my opponent could possibly do. Um, it's just, I'm, it's, I guess it's kind of hard to explain. Um, just try, just being there, I guess. Yeah. Um, thinking about everything and not wanting to fail because I know my kids are going to be watching on the TV, Mm -hmm. um, other dad and, with them watching to me, uh, failure is not an option. So it's just focusing on don't let your kids see you fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure everybody, every fighter's got their own kind of, uh, thing. They, that gets them kind of in the right zone and not, doesn't let kind of fear take over. Cause I'm sure that's probably the, the biggest battle that you're having probably an hour or so, you know, before the fight, uh, you're just, you're just trying to, to not let any, any nerves kind of get in there. Right. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And I could tell you um, throughout the day to day, the anxiety has been growing. Um, I know I know it's getting closer and I'm anxious. I'm ready to get in there and get it over with so I can get my feel for my first bare knuckle fight. 
And like, I'm extremely excited, but that anxiety has just been growing and growing and growing and growing. And now we're down to the wire of just a few hours. It seems like until it's go time. And I, I'm just, I'm excited. Uh, so what about your, uh, longevity? Like, how do you feel? Like, I feel like in watching these fights, you know, you, you get so cut up, right? Like, do you feel like there's a lot, like there's an issue with that in, in bare knuckle. Um, I think the docs are really good about bringing it to a stop if it needs to be stopped due to cuts. Yeah. Um, myself, um, I don't see me getting cut up a lot. This is obviously a combat sport. It's anyone's night. Um, it's all about picking the right shot and the movements and everything else. Um, I, I don't see me getting cut a lot. Um, I see me in the BKFC for quite a while. Um, my goal is to, after I do this fight at 205, I plan on making the cut to 185 and even potentially 175, just depending oh. on how my body works. Yeah. Um, and I plan on finding the weight class where I'm comfortable and where I'm the most dangerous at and taking that weight class by storm. I love it. I love it. Uh, any fighters in your family? No, no, I'm actually the only one. Okay. What got you started? Um, I, other than trying to get into shape before leaving for basic, you know, I was picked on a lot as a kid and I had a, a friend of mine at the time who was like, Hey man, you know, you ought to come to the boxing gym, learn how to throw punches and defend yourself. And that's how I got into boxing. Yeah. And, um, my coaches, they were, you know, Lee Sandmeyer, who was in the ultimate fighter. Um, and then Adam Glover, he was, mm. you know, local talent out of Knoxville. Okay. Um, and they were trying to get me into golden gloves and I wasn't really interested in actually pursuing a fighting career at the time. And then I got my first taste of it on a submission match right before I left for basic. Um, I actually had two of those in one night. Mm. Um, and then I got the actual MMA experience. I was like, okay, this is something that I want to do. I can see myself succeeding in this. Okay. What about uh, what about a fight song? You don't have to tell me what it is, but I mean, does, does it is it is it something special or um, uh, does it have anything? What what do you what goes into that? I, I used to really like, like a walkout. Just, sorry. Right, right, right. Um, I used to really like Thunderstruck by ACDC. It just it got me in my feels because uh -huh. I know in my hands there's there's some thunder in my hands. So Thunderstruck always kind of stuck out to me when I first started, um, but then it just really kind of based off of what made me feel the most empowered, what gave me goosebumps, what drove mm -hmm. me to go harder, whether I was in a gym lifting weights or fighting to get into that mindset. Um, you know, I, I've walked out to answer to no one by Colt Ford, you know, Thunderstruck by ACDC. Um, Friday night, I will actually be walking out to the 300 Violin Orchestra by Jorge Quintero, which is oh, an amazing wow. upbeat song to walk out to. Wow, that's, that's I think you're going to turn some heads with that. Probably. Uh, yeah. So you said Thunderstruck. Is that where you are? And, and then your, your nickname, the Titan. Right. Does that, does that go hand in hand? Um, kind of a little bit. I think okay. the 300 Violin Orchestra kind of goes more hand in hand with the Titan. Yeah. Uh, rather than Thunderstruck. Um, and I think that's probably why I'm choosing it. I'm trying to be charismatic about who I am as a fighter. Um, the intensity that I bring, um, the, the lack of fear that I bring 
and uh, heck, you can you can ask my best friend Charles one of these days. Uh, he'll tell you that I I quote unquote got balls of steel because uh, yeah. I'm not afraid to go up against any human being in the planet. He, he and he'll tell you I know I'm not going to win every single one of them, but I'm not going to back down from anyone either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's your camp been? Oh my gosh, my camp has been amazing. Um, I've been at Iowa Martial Arts and Wellness out of uh, Des Moines on Fleur Drive there. And Coach Heller and all the guys at Iowa Martial Arts and Wellness have been an absolute godsend to train with the last nine or so weeks. Um, it's just the best well-rounded camp I think I've ever had. I mean, that's always important, leading up to a fight. Right. Uh, do you have any uh, issues cutting weight or, or anything? Is that just kind of, do you have a special like kind of program you've, you've got, you know, tried and true or. Um, so I used to basically just like starve myself when I uh -huh. was first starting out to cut weight. Yeah. And then I realized that a calorie deficit with good exercise while in camp is the goal, the goal and key to success. Uh -huh. Um, so, you know, you're, you think about your average calorie deficit for a human should be around 2000 calories a day. That's a good, healthy diet or supposed to be, you know, uh -huh. half the time we're stuck to drive throughs these days, but right. I, I've narrowed it down to where I do about a thousand calories a day, put myself on a pretty low calorie deficit, um, as well as lifting weights and getting cardio in and the last go around for cutting weight, I started out, I was about 245 and I weighed mm -hmm. in at 207. Hmm. Um, this time cutting weight, I was walking about 225, 230-ish. And this morning, I stepped on the scale at 198 pounds. So Ooh. this has been the, the easiest time cutting yeah. weight. It's just been shedding like you couldn't believe. And that's why I think being able to move down to 185 and even potentially 175 would be an easy move for me to make cutting weight. Sure. How do you prepare your knuckles? Oh, my gosh. Um hitting the heavy bag without gloves. Um, I, I guess that's really what I do is hitting heavy bags without gloves and trying yeah. to build some sort of callus up around the knuckles and getting them to toughen up a little bit. Um, knowing that if I punch wrong, I'm probably going to break a knuckle. Right. Um, and then I got curious one night and I, you know, I was like, here, let me, let me hit this four by four in my basement and see what this does. All right. Uh -huh. That hurts. I probably shouldn't do that leading up to a fight. Cause if I break my hand, I'm screwed. Right. Right. Well, I've seen some, some fighters hitting like a, like kind of a freestanding piece of wood, you know, that has some gift to it, maybe wrapped in right. some leather. Yep. Um, I've seen that. I've never tried that. Um, yeah. not that I can't, I've just never really had the interest in trying anything like that. I've always just been the nitty gritty Rocky Balboa kind hitting, uh -huh. You know, hitting the heavy bag without gloves on, or um, if I ever got the chance to go into a meat locker and beat the hell out of a cow carcass, I'd do that. But, you know, <laughs> I never got that option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like uh, you have to, I don't want to say pull your punches, that's not the right word, um, but uh, maybe not go uh, as hard as you would if you had gloves on? Or is, um, it, is it all out? It, it's going to be all out. Okay. And, you know, I, I know with Ryan, I'm going to have to watch. He likes bringing that right hand from his hip to throw it. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I'm going to have to watch for that. Um, but every time I make contact, I want to I, I break something every time I touch it. Yeah, you want the possibility of it landing and knocking him out. Right. I, I okay. want him to feel every punch that connects. It's it's a hundred percent, you know, we're in combat sports. We're obviously not worried about hurting people, otherwise we wouldn't do the sport. 
Yeah. Um, so, and that's, that's what I'm out to do. I'm out to bring some pain. And then later on, after we, you know, we see the doc and whatnot, let's, let's go sit down and have a beer. Cause we just spent 10 minutes beating the shit out of each other. Right. Yeah. The sportsmanship's kind of been incredible to watch. Um, you touched on something earlier when we, when we first started talking about the BKFC and how just kind of great they've been. It's something I've, I've continued to kind of hear and seems to be kind of consistent throughout that they're pretty easy to work with, take care of their fighters pretty well. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It's, I mean, hands down the best promotion I've ever even been in contact with outside of the state of Iowa's best one hands down. Yeah, they definitely seem to put on a pretty good show. Anything else you want to say? Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my main sponsor, who is also my boss, Zippy Drain Cleaning. Um, you know, he sponsored my fight set for this fight, who I ordered from um, FNA Apparel, uh, Jay mm-hmm. Torres, um, which that should be here by Friday. So my other corner is going to be picking that up on his way to Omaha on Friday. Um, I want to give a shout out big time to the BKFC for giving me another opportunity to showcase some skills that I've put a lot of work into. Um, and I want to make sure that they understand no matter the, the opponent, the outcome, you know, I'm, I'm here to fight whoever they put in front of me. Um, and, and I'd like to give you a shout out for giving me the opportunity to come on here tonight and speak with you and, and just kind of get the opportunity to put myself out there. So people actually understand the man behind the fist and don't see me as just some big bully that wants to punch people. Yeah. Awesome. What about socials? Oh my gosh. Um, socials. I mean, there's Facebook. Um, you can look me up on Facebook as Andrew Potter. Um, anybody can look me up on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is, is, you know, Andrew Potter. And then, I have a Twitter as well that people can get onto. Um, my Twitter handle, I got to pull it up here. Um, you can look it up probably under Andrew Potter, but it says Andrew P with a bunch of numbers on it. Um, anybody that wants to look me up, give me a follow, give me a shout out. Um, you know, I, I've had some actually pretty cool experiences since even signing my initial contract to first go around with the BKFC. You know, I've had people from different states reach out to me and ask me for an autograph or a T-shirt or a picture. Yeah. Um, so there was one gentleman out of South Carolina that I obliged. Um, I actually signed a t-shirt and sent it to him. So, you know, anybody that wants to get a Titan t-shirt, I'm more than willing to oblige. I'll sign it for you. Stuff like that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, man, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I bet you can't wait for, uh, for your fight Friday and I can't wait to see you in it. Oh, no, sir. I'm, I'm completely excited and I really appreciate having you having me on here tonight. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.